What is up, football fans? Welcome back to another episode of Pound the Pigskin, where it's all football all the time. This is your host, Steve Hillen, along with your fellow football host, Alex the Marine Ruiz and Matt Bear Kaczynski. Gentlemen, another week of football is upon us. Plenty to get into in tonight's show. Uh, I'm excited, as always, to talk football another week with you boys. Yes, sir. Sir. So, uh, as always, our show, we give thanks to uh, our buddies, our pals over there at String Sports Brewery in historic Springfield. Go go check out Colby and the rest of the Adib family serving up cold beer, good food, NFL Sunday ticket, uh, college football on Saturdays, String Sports Brewery, go shoot hoops, great place to be. We thank them for uh, for allowing us to bring you guys football each and every week. Uh, with that said, we start our show with our tried and true t- tradition. That is our drink of the night, sponsored by our buddies over at Engine 15 Brewery right there on Beach uh, near Penman. And tonight I have uh, myself a staple of my early college years. I have a Pabst Blue Ribbon. Oof. Whoa. I mean- What's hilarious is I got made fun of all weekend that I didn't drink PBR because I think it tastes like ass these days. I think it changed. I swear, something changed with PBR. Not as good as it used to be. It's that's probably you want to know why PBRs were good because you could get two pounders for three bucks back in the day. That's the only reason why they were ever good. Yeah, but dude, I'm telling you, they still change because that used I dr- to be your thing at Alehouse. Oh, I know. I drink Bush Light by choice, so I don't. It's not like I stepped up my like beer game. <laughs> You what know. do you got? What do you got tonight for your choice? Well, I'll make it real quick. Bush latte, as always. There you go. So we got PBR and we got Bush Light. So we're uh, we're really throwing throwing down some doozies. What do you got, Alex? Throw an MGD in there, buddy. I'll throw a I'll throw a a, a wrench into this one. Of course. I've I mean, got me got I, like Avion tequila or something. No, Promises. no. I've got some. <laughs> I've got some Breckenridge Brewery. All right, beer. All right. Fine Colorado Ale. I've got the the vanilla porter. Roasted malts with notes of vanilla. He's drinking his dessert tonight, Matt. Yeah. All right, so there we go. So we got a little... Pretty good, too. A little something different. There we go. Breckenridge Brewery. My brother was just at the distillery not too long ago. They got some good stuff, man. This is... It's not the first one I've had, but this is... They make a really... It's like a smooth malt. It's not like a thick one. It's it's nice. Very good. Very good. Nothing wrong with... uh, Nothing wrong with changing it up. So, speaking of uh, changing things up, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> stick to what we know, and that's football. We're not gonna change anything up on you. So we'll go into our our magical world of college football, recap and uh, review uh, what happened this past weekend. So obviously on on Tuesday for you degenerates in the MAC, you guys got to have your MACTION on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, Thursday had a little bit of Mountain West football. And then uh, Friday, we actually had some some games where there was actually teams of note. So number seven, Cincinnati took care of their business against East Carolina, Iowa in a Big Ten game, uh, demolished Minnesota. And then we get into the full slate of Saturday games. The Gators did what they were supposed to do in the Felipe Franks uh, homecoming back to the swamp. Trask showed that um, he was the, the better quarterback and um Chucking six touchdowns looked like a video game. Uh, Gators did what they were supposed to do uh, against Arkansas. So if you're a Gator fan, you got to be pleased by that. Trask is well on his way to being in New York as a Heisman finalist. Doesn't mean he's going to win, but he certainly got the numbers to be invited. 
Notre Dame, they continued their undefeated season. They took care of their business in the in the Holy War um, between the Catholic schools beating Boston College. Miami made Matt sweat it out a little bit. Um, Miami held on on the road in Blacksburg, winning by a, a point there, um, come up with some clutch uh, stops at the end of that game. Indiana remains unbeaten as they uh, blanked Sparty, Michigan State's basketball school. Oregon stays undefeated in just their second game, taking down Wazoo. Uh, Wisconsin as well, uh, undefeated in just their second game, demolishing Michigan. Michigan's a bad football team. Harbaugh's going to get fired. Uh, Marshall stays undefeated. Middle Tennessee State uh, had no chance against them. One of the ranked teams that was upset this week was SMU. They lost to Tulsa. USC with another scare, but they went. They held on to beat uh, Arizona. They remain undefeated, two and zero. Liberty with uh, the an eight no start, and um, they better enjoy. I would say better enjoy this season because Hugh Freeze, their head coach, is probably going to get a, a head coaching job somewhere else after this one year, one and done. So enjoy the ride, Liberty fans and alumni uh, that you have while you can. Uh, because chances are your your head coach is going on to greener pastures. Northwestern stays undefeated, taking down Purdue. The Raging Cajuns win. Um, we saw Penn State uh, lose again to Nebraska, who we know is not a good team. Penn State just proved that they're a terrible team. They are 0-4. They were ranked 8th to start the season. North Carolina against Wake Forest. Uh, that was a video game, 59-53. Sam Howell had seven total touchdowns. Uh, look out for him in two years when it comes to the NFL draft. Um, some others of note, we had uh, Virginia and Louisville, an ACC game. Virginia taking that one. Um, UCF wins. NC State beating Florida State. So Seminole fans, it's like I said, it's been a rough year. It's going to continue to be a rough year in that rebuild. Ole Miss uh, put up 59 against South Carolina. South Carolina decided that was no good fired Will Muschamp, so he's out after a little over four years as the South Carolina coach, so they'll be looking to replace him. So those are some of the notable things that happened. With that being said, boys, what did we learn about college football from this past week? Uh, the obvious glaring one is that the polls are still absolute freaking trash. <laughs> well, um, we are now we are now only a handful of days away, the 24th, until the first College football playoff rankings which, come out, which is what really matter. I understand that for sure. Like the AP especially is like the biggest joke known to mankind. And but here's the, I mean, it's impossible to not let it influence anything. So that's why I have the the problem with it. Like Wisconsin is two and zero, and it moved up three spots. Miami wins and drops three spots. Yeah, I mean, I I think that part of that is or who you win uh, if some you, bias. Uh, part of that is how each team looked playing but i but i definitely feel what you're spots. saying you should never drop three spots with a win yeah i would agree with that generally speaking i i can't i that, can't argue with that well the problem is is now miami clearly has a real covid problem so it's not going to make the season any better and all the yeah teams- they might not play for a little while it's gonna hurt them because no honestly knowing the way these polls are they'll drop just because next week it's, I mean, it's possible. It's obviously, like I said, it's it's um, it certainly fluctuates. But the the college football playoff poll, when it comes out on Wednesday, the twenty fourth, yeah, we'll see we'll see where people really view these teams based off of how they look, how they've played, who they've beaten, who they've lost to. 
Um, well, I think I think Miami will get some credit for the fact that their only loss is to Clemson with Trevor Lawrence. So we'll see, but regardless. What do you got, Alex? What did you learn about college football this past week? I mean, it's it's the same thing for me as, as Matt, man. I mean, these rankings this season are just absolute dog shit. Um, I, I mean, come on. We, we're so undecided between Coastal Carolina and Marshall that they're tied for 15th at 7-0. and Like, come on. This doesn't – That's just like, giving both of them their love. This, this doesn't – no, man. Out. Come on. Like, it just doesn't make sense. You've got Wisconsin 2-0 and top 10. Oregon two and zero, ranked eleven. Miami seven and one, who was ranked nine and drops to fucking twelve. Well, it makes no like again. It does. It's it's not. It, yeah, it's and then you've got and then you've got Ohio State three and zero, third place. Notre Dame, rightfully so, eight and zero at well, second, and rightfully so, they should probably be ranked ahead of Alabama. They've played more games. They've played tougher games, and they knocked off the number one seed. I, I, it makes. I can't believe I agree that Notre Dame is getting discredited because usually I would be like all for that, but yeah, um, you know, it's just there's just little things this year that like are ticking me off with this ranking schedule, and I get it's because of COVID and it's just the way things are going right now. But I mean, come on, we're, we're the 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 bottom fifteen of the ranking system. Half of these guys have only ever been in the top twenty-five like six times in their school history. You know what I mean? So it's like this. The, the yeah, it's it's just a sham this year. They're enjoying the they're enjoying the spotlight now. It'll which it'll certainly change that. That's like I don't have an issue with like some of these teams getting like honestly, raging Cajuns. Give them some love. They've played really good football this year. Like you know, Iowa State, Coastal Carolina, Marshall. Like those, put them in there. Let them be in there. That's not the problem. My problem is is you've got big schools that are jumping all over the place while still getting wins or losing to good teams. And you get, it's like, what are we basing this on? Because there's no consistency to it. And that's where I have the issue. But again, like, Steve well, we're going to find out what the basis is when the real playoff rankings come out, then we'll know what people, I mean, we, what people we know, consider. We know for influences some of that though. We know what the, Oh yeah. Cause it's, there's, no, you, there's got, no doubt. How do you, how do you gauge the game? It's by the it's by eight people because you see the top ten matchup, even if it's a you know terrible ranking, it's still you know BYU's eight, so they're going to be looked at as an eight ranked team playing games before the college football playoff comes out. So we'll see. Twenty fourth right. is where it's going to count. Then we can really have a heated debate on that one. That's right. Well, I'm sure we'll have plenty once those first come out. So my what I learned this uh, this past week in college football is that the Big 12 and the Pac-12 have zero chance of getting a team into the college football playoff. One one reason, none of the none of the teams in either of those conferences are any good or good enough to be in the top four to make the playoff. And another reason kind of by default is that the Pac-12 won't play enough games anyway. So that's what I learned. So you're going to see ACC, SEC, Big Ten. One of those three is going to get two teams in, and that's going to be your four-team playoff. That's what I that's what I learned about college football this week. So Well, I also learned that quarterbacks are everything. Even- yeah, I mean, you gotta you got to have one. I mean, look, Miami's, Miami's uh, a one-loss team, finally with a competent quarterback. Uh you know, teams that are teams that are winning right now have quarterbacks that are either 
NFL caliber or are uh, very good, you know, elite level college. I mean, so that's ask, that's a big deal. Look at yeah, Trask, elite level college. You know, got two. Notre Dame's had good quarterback play. Ohio State, as we know, Fields. I mean, shit. Yeah. I know college that is no different than the NFL now, man. You got to have a quarterback. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So uh, as we as we talk about college football, though, we'll look at some of the games coming up this weekend on the slate. Um, obviously, there was games that have already happened this week. We'll uh, we'll turn and uh, and give the first attention to probably one of my favorite matchups of the weekend. It's the Appalachian State Mountaineers against the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. It's going to be a great game, six and one versus seven and zero. Oh. Uh, both these teams, for their type of school and conference that they're in, if you're an alumni of one, you're going to be locked in. Um, for whatever reason, I pay attention to App State football, but it's going to be a great game. So we'll see um, how that one goes. Now, for some actual games, uh, Clemson goes to Tallahassee to play the Florida State Seminoles. Um, Florida State. And I don't know if this has ever happened in the school's history, but they're a 35 and a half point home underdog <laughs> to Clemson. Five touchdowns. Vegas thinks Clemson's going to kick off the ball and they're going to be up 35 nothing. That's what Vegas thinks. I love. So you tell me, FSU fans. I know you're out there. You don't want to be out there probably, but you tell me. Is that good? I don't know. Um, I don't expect the game to be close. Yep. Um, I don't care who wins or who loses, but I, I can't see a world where Clemson doesn't uh, dismantle FSU. So it's going to be a painful afternoon, in my opinion, for Seminole, Seminole Nation. Um, same thing could happen up there in Nash, Vegas. The Gators roll in. Their offense is clicking. Vanderbilt is just terrible. I mean, they're 0 6. Yeah. Vanderbilt's the worst team in the SEC. They're, you know, they're a school with a bunch of brainiacs. Um, they're a good baseball team, but Florida's going to roll in there, and I would expect Trask to have video game type numbers and be pulled out by the fourth quarter at some point again for the backups to get in there and, and score and get some time. Uh, Florida's a 31 and a half point favorite. They'll probably cover the spread in that one as well. Um, and and I don't expect Vanderbilt to contribute much points to covering the over on 68. I, so I, I, I think that's going to be a it's going to be another one where you just watch Trask play point guard pretty much. I've <laughs> ever seen a week where we've got two noon games with two. I'm going to say top five because Florida's top five team, top five teams who are road favored by like 32 points or more. Like that, yeah, big time, big time spreads. But I mean, they like, the those often those offenses deserve the credit and deserve oh, the line. And you know, Vegas knows something. Vegas knows that you know Trask can can throw the ball to whoever he wants, and it's probably going to be a touchdown. Uh, no pits again for the Gators. That's not going to be a problem in this one. Um, Florida's finally running the ball well with all their with all their running backs. And like I said, uh, Trask just plays point guard. He just distributes dimes and Mullins Mullins got them clicking. So um, I expect to have a a pretty easy noontime game that I'll be watching. Now the big Ten's got their big matchup, right? They got number nine, Indiana, a basketball school going up against number three, Ohio state, both teams undefeated. Um, Indiana having a great, great start to their season so far. 
Ohio State's a 20-and-a-half-point favorite, so Vegas still thinks it's going to be a blowout. Um, I'm not so sure. I think Indiana's defense can hang in there tough enough, and I think that the way that Indiana distributes the ball, throws the ball around in terms of the passing game is going to provide some problems for Ohio State. I think their their secondary is is overrated and has been suspect. That doesn't mean I think Indiana's going to win, um, but I do think that they're going to keep it um, – they're going to make it much more difficult for Ohio State in this one. I think ultimately fields will be too much and the Buckeyes will prevail, but Indiana will definitely put up a fight. Let's go Indiana. <laughs> oh, man, I, I, it would be great. I, absolute chaos in the college football playoff rankings next week if Indiana wins this game. I'm just, I'm just throwing that one out there. Yeah, because Indiana will jump Florida. No, they, yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot will happen. There will be absolute chaos. There's no, there's no doubt about. Here's the thing. Um, I almost, I truly, truly think that the twenty point spread is actually a little disrespectful. Now, Indiana ain't exactly a strong offense, but the one thing is, this is a noon game. This is a, tra- this is a trap game for a big team. That's all I'm gonna say. This is that type of game where you could get legitimately. Yeah, I'll be, there's. That's I'm loving the fact that there's a lot of noon kicks that I'm interested in because usually there's like maybe one and then there's some at three thirty and four and then there's some late but now there's a bunch of stuff at noon this weekend that I'll be interested in so that's always a plus uh, for me it means you get an early workout in you start drinking early it's great yep. um, <laughs> so let's uh, let's look at a couple notables here's here's one that um, UCF fans will. We'll uh, we'll enjoy. They they get a home game against number seven Cincinnati. That's a big uh, conference game. Uh, Cincinnati's been rolling. I expect there to be a lot of points in the game. We'll see how that goes. Uh, seven no Bearcats. Five and two UCF Golden Knights. Uh, the Quack Attack. They uh, they are favorites at home against UCLA. I can't imagine them having any problems. The Big Ten's got another matchup of two teams in the top twenty-five: Wisconsin and Northwestern. Uh, we'll see both, both teams undefeated. I like the way Northwestern plays defense. Wisconsin runs the ball and plays defense pretty well. Wisconsin's got shaky quarterback play, uh, since the freshman Mertz, uh, has been out. So I I would, uh, I would expect Northwestern to keep this one much, much closer than people expect. Um, so we'll see how, how that goes. Uh, number one, uh, Alabama, they'll play Kentucky. Um, Kentucky fans are going to be on suicide watch, um, They've already called in the National Guard uh, just in case there's mass genocide because uh, Alabama is going to kill Kentucky. So uh, Auburn gets uh, gets the Vol Navy, 11-point uh, favorites, Auburn Tigers. It's in the, the plains of, uh, of Auburn Hills. I, I don't expect Auburn to have uh, much difficulty against uh, Tennessee's offense, which has uh, gone pretty dormant and in and, uh, and, and a fast, rapid pace as well. Uh, we mentioned Liberty and Hugh Freeze. They get a big game now. They get to play NC State, who we know is not a bad team. Gave Miami a scare. They've beaten um, they've beaten some good opponents this year. So Liberty eight zero gets to play against a, another ACC school. So a good test for them. Can their magic uh, continue? We will see. Uh, Michigan and, and Jim Harbaugh um, go and, and play uh, Rutgers in the state of New Jersey. Uh, Rutgers beat. Um, a Rutgers lost to Michigan State. Michigan State beat Michigan. Does that mean 
Rutgers beats Michigan? Question mark. I don't know, but if it happens, Harbaugh definitely is getting the axe this season. Both teams are one and three. Dude, uh, the battle of if, battle of the Bulldogs. He's gone like tomorrow. Oh yeah, I would. I I mean, he's getting all of this um, extra line on the reel because he is an alumni and played quarterback there. But sooner or later, you got to realize he doesn't have it going in the right direction. So we'll see. Mississippi State, Georgia. Georgia's uh, coming back after their their bye week. Uh, Battle of the Bulldogs. Mississippi State's offense that put up ungodly record numbers in week one has completely disappeared. Georgia's defense is still good. I wouldn't expect uh, Georgia to to suffer uh, much, even with some of their injuries. Missouri and South Carolina. Mizzou can score. South Carolina can't, and they don't have a head coach. I look for Missouri to potentially win this one on the road. And then the Bedlam game, Oklahoma state um, led by, uh, by Gundy. He's a man. Cause he's 40 uh, going up against uh, boomer sooner, Oklahoma five and two, Oklahoma state five and one. I don't like Oklahoma. I don't think they're, I don't think they're a good football team. I think they're overrated. Somehow they're ranked uh, 18th, even though they have really haven't beaten anybody. Okay. State, I think has a better offense. Oklahoma is the favorite. We'll see the Bedlam game's always crazy. That one's at 7.30, so I'll watch that one just uh, just because. The late games out west, USC is ranked 20th. They're 2-0, and but they've barely won both of their games. Utah hasn't played yet, so I don't know if Utah's ready. But Utah was a good football team with a great defense last year. We'll see how they how they do. So some, some intriguing games, like we said. Um, some starting right away at noon. Others a little later on the day. Um, I, I think that I uh, I know I at least speak for myself, but I think we're all going to be paying attention to that Indiana Ohio State game at noon while we watch uh, while we watch the Gators uh, try to put up sixty on Vandy. So yep. that'll be that'll be the biggest game in terms of uh, you know poll implications and playoff uh, playoff implications. So we'll uh, we'll see how it goes there in the Big Ten, but should be another another good Saturday of college football. Yeah, there's some. I mean, like we kind of like you rattle through. There's some interesting matchups uh, kind of across the board. Like, I like the big noon slate. I like the noon games for some reason. I think they're fun. Um, yeah, the noon ones are fun. Like I said, early workout, early beer drinking, early game watching. I just I don't know. I like starting your day earlier. Um, but I'm intrigued to see what. I think this is going to be a big test to see if uh, this if Rattler is actually as good as people are giving him credit for. Uh, well, he certainly has the moxie and the ego that says that he thinks he's good, so we'll see. Welcome to, you know, Oklahoma quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, no no kidding. They certainly do have them. I just don't see it. I actually think uh, Oklahoma State gets upset. Yeah, I'm with you there. Which I, I guess Cowboys, would... I think the Cowboys and Gundy win, so we'll see. How funny is that? That could that would actually be considered an upset, even though they're ranked ahead of them. I know. Well, it's only an upset because of the line. We'll see. Yep. But, um, Let's uh let's review now as we make our transition into the big boy league of the NFL. Our picks last week, Matt um, wins at ten and four, so back to back back to back beer money wins for Matt. Um, myself and Alex went nine and five. My dad went eight and six. So for the year, um, as we as we go into week eleven for the year, my dad sits at sixty and forty nine. He's he's a couple of weeks behind. Um, Matt, you're starting to, you're starting inch closer. You're only four back of Alex. You're 88 and 59, Alex 92 and 55. 
and then I'm at 147. So I've got the I got to the century mark first, eight game lead over Alex, twelve game lead over Matt. But Matt's on a on a bit of a heater right now, um, which is always a good thing. Uh, Matt, if you if you are a listener of the show and you've bet the money line on Matt's picks the last two weeks, you will have been 21 and seven. Um, so that's pretty good. You know, Matt's on a little bit of a heater. So for you gambling degenerates out there. Just something to consider as we uh, as we go through our picks. My bold picks. I'm, I told you they'd pay off. Your swing games. Your swing, swing games, games have gotten you. So what you need to start doing is you need to start, you know, betting your picks. But you know, hey, that's just my opinion. So let's uh, let's get into some of those picks though. You had the swing game right away on Thursday. The Colts beat the Titans on the road in Nash Vegas. Uh, I was a little bit surprised, um, not by the Colts and um, and their offense scoring but more so by uh, the fact that the Titans got shut out in the second half. But the Colts win that one. Um, Eagles-Giants, we were able to watch that game together at Alehouse. Finally, Giants beat the Eagles. Uh, the bold prediction still lives. Uh, Giants put together a complete game, no, uh, no turnovers, um, which obviously makes a huge difference when it comes to Giants football, and they're only a half game out. A first place in the division right now, the NFC least. Uh, Browns over the Texans, 10-7, to 7, a real barn burner. The weather up in Cleveland um, was not conducive to football, but they played it anyway because it's a gladiator sport. The Lions beat Washington 30-27. to 27. Uh, Both those teams are not very good. Um, the Lions made a 59-yard field goal. Shout-out to Matt Prater. You've got big balls, bro, kicking that field goal with one second left to win the game. Uh, the Cheeseheads uh, beat the Sad Cats. The Packers slept – Slept walk through the game. Jaguars put up a fight, um, forcing some Rodgers turnovers, um, but the Packers still held, held on. The, the Jaguars are just not talented enough yet to make enough plays. Buccaneers uh, crushed the Panthers, Alex's favorite team. Uh, no surprise there. Buccaneers, although 7-3, and three, have been a very up-and-down team but looked very good. Raiders over the Broncos. Game was never close. Raiders put up 37 points. Um, Josh Jacobs, big day on the ground again. Dolphins beat the Chargers. Um, Chargers lose by a one-possession game again. It was Herbert's first uh, mediocre game where he was under 200 yards passing, two touchdowns, one pick. Um, Chargers just aren't a good football team right now. Cardinals over the Bills on the game of the day. Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins on the Hail Mary. Bills should have won the game. They didn't. Cardinals win the game. Um, D-Hop showed why he's one of the best receivers in the league. Uh, the Lambs, uh, better known as the L.A. Rams, beat Russ and the Seahawks. The Seahawks are on a little bit of a slide. Only 16 points from Russ in that offense. A little bit surprising. Rams defense showed up and played well. Russell Wilson led the Seahawks in rushing uh, that game. Saints um, win the game, lose Drew Brees. We'll see how that affects them. They beat the Niners, who are the most beat-up team in the league. Steelers stay undefeated, uh, beating the Bengals 20, uh, 36-10. Roethlisberger, four touchdowns. Bengals didn't have a chance. Patriots with the upset on Sunday night football over the Ravens. Don't know how it happened. We've learned that Lamar Jackson is not the greatest uh, passing quarterback in the league and probably a little overrated, but we'll wait until we get to what we've learned. And then Monday night football, the Vikings stay hot. The Bears stay cold. Foles is no good. Dalvin Cook's really good. Vikings win 19-13, and all of a sudden they're back in the hunt uh, for the playoffs. So, boys, that was the rundown. Matt won the beer money. What did we learn about the NFL this past week? Uh, a glaring one to me because we all picked the team. But uh, a glaring 
very interesting development I think we've seen this year is uh, offenses may win you games, but defenses are what's going to win you a championship, and Seattle is proving that. They play absolute no defense, and just the way this NFL season has gone, you have to be able to play some defense. Because yeah, I mean, you got to stop the other team from scoring eventually. Got to. You, you've got you're not going to be perfect on offense every day. You've, you got, you got to slow the momentum down because there's offenses that can score so quick right now. But defense is starting to become actually more important than offenses again. Um, I think that's a glaring evident by Seattle. Uh, I mean, Russ is still cooking and still having a actually really good year despite this downside he's been having these past couple weeks. His numbers are still fantastic. But no defense. Honestly, Seattle, they're sliding. And I think well, to- no defense is definitely going to be a problem if they're a playoff team. I mean, I don't want to go too early here, but give me my upset pick. Give me Arizona all week. I learned that I was extremely accurate on what I said about Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's not a, he's not a passing quarterback or not a good enough one yet to win yeah, consistently um, in this league. Look, I mean, he was he was great. He was great in, in him, Louisville. You, um, you know, that's what got him his his notoriety. He came to came to Baltimore and they got rid of Flacco. Um, last season, he had a really good year, thirty six six. Um, this season though, we're, we're not looking too hot, man. I mean, he's got, he's got half the yards, his completion percentage is down. Um, he's got less than half the total touchdowns and one less interception than he had all last season. Um, it's just, it's not looking good. The guy, the guy, he started the season strong, right? We, we, he started the season as the Lamar we thought he was going to be. And then after that game in Washington, after playing a legitimate defense, um, they've just struggled. Terribly. I mean, God, they lost to the Patriots, who who have been just god awful all season long. Yeah, I just think that's more attributing to the fact that Washington hadn't really warmed up yet, and basically it kind of gave the NFL to go, hmm, okay, let's see what Lamar does. Oh, okay, so he's kind of going to run on the ground again. Cool, let's challenge him passing. Yeah, oh, he and, can't and, pass. That's, cool. and that's and that happened cool. early in I the mean, season, right? And nobody could figure him out last year because he would dip and run, he would roll out, and he would do his thing, right? But this season, everybody's got it. They've got a spy on Lamar because he can't throw the accurate ball. I mean, he's got no games this season, excuse me, other than the first one of the season. He's got one game all season long above 250 passing yards. One. So I mean, I just look, man. He's he's trying to be. He's trying to be. That that team was going to be. He's trying to be the next Mike Vick. But the problem is, Mike Vick could throw, and Mike Vick could throw on the run and throw a dime. This kid cannot do it. He cannot throw, and that was that was the evaluation coming out of college. Lamar Jackson, if you can't figure out how to throw the ball, you will not be the Ravens quarterback by the end of 2021. It just won't happen. Yeah, they got they got to they got to get things cleared up, and he's got to be he's got to be more consistent and better. I'll say, what I've learned is that uh, through ten weeks, it's a much clearer picture about what teams are in the hunt versus what teams are dead in the water. And what I mean by that is you're starting to look at teams with you know five or six wins at this point. They're probably going to be in the thick of it until the last week of the season. And if you're, you know, four wins, three wins, 
I don't see any of those teams that are in the three, four win category being a team that um, is going to change their fortunes and play good enough football to be a playoff team. Now, obviously the exception right now is in the NFC East where the Giants and Eagles both have three wins. Somebody's got to be the division winner. But other than that, I think you're starting to see uh, clear separation in terms of what teams are going to be, uh, quote-unquote, in the hunt when it comes to this seven-team playoff field and what teams are uh, going to be left out and talking draft early. So that's, that's what I've learned. Now, let's get into our games. Matt, you already talked about the doozy we've got tonight on Thursday Night Football. It's Russell Wilson versus Russell Wilson 2.0. Cardinals at Seahawks. Cardinals won the first meeting in Arizona. Um, they intercepted Russ three times in that game. Seattle's a three-point favorite. CenturyLink Field is being changed to something new tonight. Um, so it's technically a quote-unquote new stadium. Um, it's being rebranded. So Seahawks 6-3, and three, Cardinals 6-3. and three. The winner is going to be in first place in the division after this game. I, I know that they've already lost and they're not playing good defense. One team's hot and one team's not. Um, that's how I'll put it. Um, with that being said, though, I'm still going to put my money on Russ to find a way. So I'm taking the Seahawks. Yeah. Um, I was a little conflicted in this one because I've been riding, riding his jockstrap all season long. Um, Russ has gotten in his head, though, man. I mean – is that you, we're talking no, about DK Metcalf? No, we're talking about Russ. Um, he's gotten in his head, man. He had he had a close game against the uh, against the Vikings. They they lost a close game in OT against the Cardinals. Um, obviously, they beat the 49ers, who are still firing pretty hot. Um, come out and have a, a very uncharacteristically strange game against the Seahawks. I mean, he had like four total turnovers, only to follow that up with another terrible showing. And terrible for Russell Wilson is still 250 yards. So um, that says something. I I don't think they go down again. I don't I don't think we're going to see a you know a, a three game drop by the Seahawks. I think they find a way to win this one, um, like they should have against the Cardinals three weeks ago. That's right, Matt. What do you got? I already you, do it. You you called an upset, right? I already called it. Um, you're taking the Cardinals. This is going to be a swing game for you because we all got the Seahawks. Quite frankly, it's going to stick exactly what my uh, what I learned is. And, again, the team I use as the example, if you can't play defense, people are going to – when you can't play defense, teams are able to just tee off on your offense. And, quite frankly, look, Russ is amazing, and you know I don't have anything against Russ at all. I love him. He's my favorite quarterback in the league probably right now. But, I mean, I just – I don't see it. There, there's not, you're not threatened by Seattle anymore right now because Russ is having to force so many things to try to keep up, to try to score, to force scores. He's trying to make too many plays because he knows that they need to score. Well, the running game hasn't even looked that great. So that's right. I, I think that's hurting Russ because now it's just Russ. And I'm not saying he can't control games because he definitely damn sure well can. I just think this year teams are finding ways to be able to really throw defenses uh, you know, at him, there's a lot more speed on defense as we've seen this year, and I think that's uh, the result. We're gonna see. Uh, I mean, we're gonna see Arizona surprisingly uh, take first place. All right, so you've got a swing. You've got the first swing game of the night on the first game of the week. So uh, yes, next, we've got uh, Falcons Saints. 
Falcons are no good. Saints don't have Breeze. Um, I still think even with Jameis Winston at quarterback, the Saints will find a way. I'm taking the Saints. Mm. <laughs> I feel like everybody probably is doing yeah, that this game. I mean, God, uh, let's let's be realistic here. I mean, Jameis Winston's not he's not a good quarterback, right? I mean the guy had he was he was on pace for he was on pace for 50 interceptions. I mean, come on. The Falcons are, 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 you know, they get rid of Dan Quinn and they're starting to find their groove. I mean, they beat. Yeah, I mean, they, they lost. The Falcons are, kit, they, are kicking they lost themselves a close from one all those to, games earlier to, the, to the Bears, right? They, they got demolished by the Packers, which we expected. They lost a close one to the Panthers. Then they come in and just roll the Vikings. They lose by one point to Detroit. And they they come back and bounce back against the Panthers. Then they they roll the Falcons last week. I, I, I mean, look, you can call me crazy. I, the Saints are playing well, but they got Jameis Winston at quarterback. You might see some Taysom Hill, and I know they're seven and two, but I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to take a swing here, and I'm gonna pick the Falcons. All right, counting on those Jameis Winston interceptions. What do you got, Matt? Uh, believe it or not, I agree with Alex for once on a neutral game. Um, I, I You kind of hit every nail on the head. The only thing I will add, I think it's going to be a close game just because Atlanta is, seems to never be full strength on offense, um, which hurts them. But I surprisingly think Atlanta somehow finds a little bit of a groove in this game. And I think you see a close game, but I, I'm, I'm Atlanta all the way on this one, believe it or not, as well. All right, so next one we've got uh, we've got Bayou Burrow and the Bengals going uh, playing Washington. Uh, this one I like I like Burrow. Um, I just think that Washington's defense might cause um, enough problems uh, for that Bengals offensive line and lack of run game. So for that reason, I'm going to take uh, Washington to win this game between two bad teams. Hey, yeah. I'll go first. I'll make mine short and sweet. I actually think Cincinnati is playing decent football. I think Washington still has a good defense and should not be discredited. Um, they've been surprisingly better this year than what it seemed. I just don't – I think Alex Smith is a quarterback in the past, and it's just not working. I love Alex Smith. You know, Alex Smith threw for 390 yep. yards in that game against Detroit. Oh, I know. Through a lot. Do not get me wrong. <laughs> I just don't see him doing that back to back to back to back to back weeks. Yeah, I don't either. Gonna take. He's not that kind of quarterback. He can do it. Clearly, he's just he's a quarterback of old. I love the guy, stand up dude. I actually kind of rooting for him, but I I think you know Joe Exotic gonna get get himself a win. Yeah, I got I got All Cincinnati. Right, Alex, I'm not picking Washington. All right, so I'm the. There's my swing game, as I'm the only one with Washington. Swing on Atlanta. <laughs> well, we don't know your dad's pick, so. Yeah, well, no, he's got a uh, Seattle and, and New Orleans, and then he's got the Bengals in that one. Okay. So, uh, next game, Detroit and Carolina. Detroit's not going to have uh, not going to have full strength. Carolina not going to have full strength. So it's just who do you. Who do you trust more? Who do you think has been playing better football? Um, for that reason and that reason alone, I'm taking the Panthers. My dad has the Panthers. <laughs> Alex has the Lions because he refuses to pick the Panthers. 
So, Matt, what do you got? Uh, you gonna give? Oh, I love that. I love it. I don't have to say line. anything. <laughs> I, I follow up with the comedic relief like that. And that's just pretty damn funny. But and, and I will admit, who do you trust more? Uh, I don't know that you can trust either team. So it's like flip a fucking coin. Um, well, are are the Lions gonna have Stafford? I don't know. Uh, I, I yeah, I, I don't 100% know yet, which kind of sucks to make this pick. But give me Prater; he'll probably kick for like nine field goals. Um, I'm taking Detroit. I think Carolina, not at full strength, is just not good. They've showed some fight, but I think for some reason Detroit actually plays mediocre enough football to edge this edge out a game like this. So. All right. All right, so you guys got the Lions. Uh, I got the Panthers. My dad's got the Panthers. Next game on the docket, the once-dead New England Patriots have now won two in a row and are very much alive. Uh, they play Houston, who's 2-7. and seven. Um, Houston is just not a very good football team. They've got the better quarterback. Um, but for whatever reason, I'm going to trust the hoodie, and I'm going to take the Patriots to win this game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, I feel the same way. Again, I, I've talked about the Texans repeatedly. I don't – I see them as a very overrated team just because they have a good quarterback who is not that good, but he's good. Um, I, I'm picking the Patriots. I think I think we start to see them put some pieces together here. They showed they can do it. Let's see, let's see them push it through. All right, Matt, what do you got here? Well, if there's ever been a one-man band in the NFL, it is absolutely the Houston Texans. Sure is. Literally not a human being on that team that makes you go, hmm, we might struggle. Yeah. Besides Deshaun Watson, who is definitely not overrated. I will argue that tooth and nail. Deshaun Watson is legit. He is the real deal. He is just stuck on the worst fucking run team in in the NFL. I mean, it's atrocious. I personally think the nail keeps getting driven in to Houston. I think the hoodie refuses to, no matter what conspiracy shit's going on, we don't know. He is not going to go out on a season with like four wins. It's just not going to happen. He's going to find get his team to win. I think they beat a shitty fucking Houston team. All right. So that one's chalk. We've all got the Patriots. So uh, next one on the docket, uh, the Eagles head to Cleveland. So you've got Philadelphia versus Cleveland. Tell me, tell me who in America loves those cities. Um, so. Short and sweet, I'm going with the Browns. Short, sweet, Browns yeah, run Bra- game. Yeah, Browns. The, yeah, oh. Browns. All right, so that one is all chalk. Not only, that, not only just the Browns, the Browns well. but when, when the uh, Eagles lose this game, the Giants move into first place on the pie. There you go. So the next game, uh, this one should probably be chalk as well. Nine and zero Steelers roll into Duval, play the one and eight Jacksonville Jaguars. We know them as the Sad Cats. I've got the Steelers winning this game. I don't think that they lose their first one uh, to Jacksonville. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's 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 one of those weird things, man. It's like uh, the Steelers always end up losing one terrible game, and we thought that was going to happen already. And here we are with the Jaguars, who are just terrible. And it's like, God, do we really pick Jacksonville because they always give the Steelers a run? But the Steel the Steelers are going to be tired right. though. All right, really? Okay. What do you got, Matt? Give me, give me my patented swing game. I legitimately You're gonna I'm pick serious him? on this one. <laughs> hear, me out. hear me out. I don't know how. 
the Packers sleptwalk, but I'm going to tell you right now, there was points where they didn't sleepwalk and legitimately got to run for their money because I think there's people in Jacksonville right now, guys on the team that are like, we don't give a shit who, what's going to happen front office. As long as we're still able to be on this team, we're going to play hard. And, and it d- definitely shows. Like, for a team that's in such disarray of quarterback, we don't know what's going on front office. They've made shitty moves all year. Like, they're still putting up some fight in some games. Last week we saw it. Yeah, we saw we saw a fight. Pittsburgh. Let's, let's face it. It took a punt return for yeah. a touchdown to even keep that game hey. close. Hey, guess what? Find ways to win. I mean, look, Pittsburgh always has a trap loss game. We thought it would happen. It's still going to happen. Jacksonville, for some reason, likes to play Pittsburgh well. Recently. There's going to be more Steelers fans than Jaguar fans in there. Well, there always is, but I'm, give, give me, give me. All right, you got you've got the sad cats in your second swing game of the week. No, give me a, no sweat there. Give me the give me the Duval love. Let's do it. Come on. All right, tight. your first win, Luton. There you go. Titans Ravens is the next one. Both teams six and three. One team. Um, I mean, both teams have have struggled of late. My dad's got the Titans. Um, for whatever reason, I I agree with them just because I don't trust in the way Lamar Jackson's playing quarterback right now. Yeah. So I've got the Titans same here. Well. I've got the Titans. Yep. All right, so that's a clean sweep. I, I, that's a surprise to me, but I think that just goes to show you where the Ravens are at at quarterback play. This next one, the Dolphins six and three go to the Mile High City three and six Denver. Denver's no good. The Dolphins' defense is the best in the league. I just saw them uh, give the Chargers' offense a handful. I'm taking the Dolphins. My dad has the Dolphins. What do you guys got? All day. All right, so that's another quick one, another another clean sweep there. No surprise. Uh, Tua's got things clicking, and the defense is good. Uh, Chargers, Jets, this is the ultimate typical Chargers game where they would be the team to give the Jets their only win of the season. But I don't think it's happened, and I think they bounce back. I think we see the rookie of the year, Herbert, uh, torch the Jets. The spread is eight and a half. Um, I think that the Chargers will cover it. But I will say this. I will not be surprised if they go full-blown Chargers and this game is much closer and more stressful than it needs to be. That being said, I'm taking the Chargers. The Jets are horrible. Yeah. Ordinarily, this could be a trap game for the Chargers, but I just I truly think the Jets are just that miserable. I, I I don't see how they can win a football game. I just I don't with you. understand it. Like, I, I mean, even with the Chargers, sometimes finding new inventive ways to lose games just for I mean, fun maybe and shits and giggles. I don't know. I don't get it. They're a talented team, but even with that, they can maybe find ways to lose a game and still win this one because the Jets are just awful. Yeah, you know what do you got, Alex? I picked the Jets because I, I legitimately thought the Jets were going to win last week. And and they they severely disappointed me. Yeah, they're no good. They 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 disappointed me so bad. They still have Flacco at quarterback. I mean, with Flacco's quarterback, they're putting up twenty plus points a game, except for the game against the Bills. But that's a strong defensive team. So, uh, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna pick the Chargers. Chargers I picked the Chargers last week. They screwed me over. I picked the Jets last week. They screwed me over. So I really don't want to pick either team. They both suck. But I'm picking. 
Well, the jet, the but Jets I'm, shouldn't be screwing anybody over. But I'm picking the Chargers. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give them another chance. All right, so clean sweep there. Everybody's got the bolts to bounce back and and the losing streak. Cowboys, Vikings. One team's rolling. One team sucks. I'm taking the Vikings. Yeah, that's it. One team sucks. That's the cowgirls. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not picking it. I'm not picking any any NFC team this week. No. All right, so we've all we're all chalk on the we're all chalk on the Vikings, including my dad. No surprise. Big game here though. Four twenty-five. Um, Packers, Colts. Uh, Packers slept walk. Still got the job done. Uh, Colts dominated Titans. The Colts defense is good. Uh, this one's the toughest game for me to pick. I think that it comes down to um, which quarterback um, turns the ball over the least. And if I'm going by that logic, I would bet on Rodgers to do it. So I'm taking the Packers over the Colts. Uh-uh. Matt likes the Colts defense and they're at home. So he, we're going to plug him in for the Colts. Yep. I mean, look, I, I think I, I'm, I've i lessened my hatred on Rodgers. I, I think the Packers are playing good football. I just think they play better defense. I think defense is going to be the key to this game. <sighs> yeah, Rodgers – I mean, Rivers is oof, less than stellar. But he was pretty good, though, against Tennessee the other night. It's weird. He's had, like, moments where it's like, oh, there's Philip Rivers. He always, he always does that. He's got the Rivers I, where he looks like an all-pro, Hall of Famer. And the Rivers who shouldn't yeah, be playing. But the Rivers that struggles is really struggling. Um, but nonetheless, give me the defense. I think Colts are actually surprisingly a good team. I think they're going to be the quiet team that kind of sneaks up on some people. And... Well, we picked them to be a playoff team. Yeah. So, you know. What do you got, Alex? I think this is probably the toughest game for me all week because I like. I like That's I, what I said. Every. Yeah, I mean it's going to be an amazing game, but it's not it's not going to be high scoring, which is what bothers me because we've got we've got a very high five power high firepower offense in the Packers when when they get going and Rodgers doesn't have an, an off game, but then we have a, a a ridiculous defense in the Indianapolis Colts who have shown signs of life all season and then hit a rut. Um, it really is tough for me to pick. I'm going to go Packers just because I think they're going to outscore the Colts. Um, but I'm, I'm, I honestly, I wouldn't be shocked to see the Colts win this game. Like, yeah, I mean the spread is only the spread is only yeah, one and uh, a half. It's, points, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably going to be the closest game all, all all freaking week. So we moved to Sunday night. We got an an AFC West matchup. It's the Chiefs and the Raiders. The Raiders got Kansas City the first time in Arrowhead, um, but I think that the Chiefs are really starting to find their groove now, um, and I think Mahomes is uh, back to playing video game football, so I will take the Chiefs in this one. Yeah, uh, I've got the Chiefs as well. Uh, I know the Raiders have played pretty well at home this season, but I'm just not feeling them this week. Uh, nine and one, go Chiefs. What do you got, Matt? Yep. I think Chiefs are going to roll. And, uh, I mean, I think you'll see some flashes from the run game with uh, the Raiders, which isn't a surprise this year, becoming kind of norm. But Yeah, it, that's their bread it, and butter. 
I think basically what will happen is this is going to be one of those games where the Chiefs somehow find a groove in the second half where I think it's going to look closer for a while, but it's going to really not be. And Kansas City, I think, makes will just make more explosive plays that will yeah. allow them to pull away in the game. I think that will be in the second half, though. Like some like, you know, like those mid-third quarter touchdowns where you're like out of nowhere, you just put up 14 and you're like, what? Yeah. All right, well, we're all chalk on the Chiefs, so that brings us to the Monday night football game, the Rams and the Bucks, uh, two teams that are playing good football right now. Rams six and three, Bucks seven and three, Bucks four point road uh, home favorites. Um, this is one of those games where I don't know what kind of Bucks offense I'm going to get because I've seen it explosive and I've seen it be a dud firework. Um, I'm banking that it's explosive because I'm going to take the Bucks in this game. My dad's got the Rams. I'm with you there, uh, Stevie. It's uh, – give me, give me the Bucks, TB12. I think they find the rhythm. I think the Lambs are the Lambs. Somehow they're 6-3, and three, but I think they're not really that good. He used to argue about the Chicago being like the worst five game on the game, so. What do you got, Alex? You got Bucks? Um – you know, I just I don't know. Draw. <laughs> um, no, I'm just yeah, I'm just kidding. It's not going to be a draw. Um, I I think that you know obviously the Rams pulled out a win last week. They pulled out against a win against the Bears. They pulled out a win against the Washington defense. But that was because they outscored them mainly. Um, you know, they almost lost to to the Giants. Um, they lost to the 49ers. They they lost to the Dolphins, who are now in a groove. Um, I'm going to pick Bucks. Honestly, I'm going to pick Bucks, but it's going to be another one of those weird games where, you know, we, we might see Tom Brady struggle again this season like he has three other times. And Yeah, I wouldn't be – that's definitely the yeah, story I mean, for the Bucks is – Besides the besides the win against the Giants, they've either dominated on offense and they've won, or they've looked dreadful on offense and lost. So we'll we'll see. But my dad's got the swing game there. He's the only one with the Rams. Uh, so my dad's got a swing game. Matt, you've got a swing game with the Thursday nighter, uh, as well as with the uh, the Jaguars and the Steelers game. Um, Alex, you don't have any swing games this week. Uh, we're all chalk. When it comes to Patriots, Browns, Titans, Dolphins, Chargers, and Vikings, uh, as well as Chiefs, so a lot of a lot of games that don't mean squat. Um, but if you're watching real football and you're a fan of a team that's in the hunt, um, there are very important games. So obviously, if you're a Giants fan, you're a Browns fan this weekend for sure, um, as well as uh, a Bengals fan and a Vikings fan. Um, But once again, it's going to be another good week of football, uh, starting off with an NFC West uh, shootout uh, Thursday night. So, uh, boys, another good good show. We thank our sponsors over at String Sports uh, Brewery to uh, to allow us to bring football to the listeners. So, another good show again tonight, boys. Thank you, everybody. Yes, sir. So, uh, make sure you uh, you listen to the listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcast, and uh, enjoy a good weekend of both college and NFL football. Um, and uh, that's that's uh, something that we we've, we've got to look forward to, as always. Uh, so, for for Matt and Alex and myself, it's been another episode of Pound the Pigskin, where it's all football all the time, and we'll see you next week.